Oh, oh, there we are. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Best of Five show. Uh, it's It's been a big weekend, and I'm back, so I haven't been here for a week, and it's hard to remember what went on. You feel me? John, did anything burn down last week? No, actually, we went. We, we got through. We had a whole bunch of really cool guests. It was fun. We had a gay old time. I think somebody just, uh, somebody in the chat just found God. They're yelling Jesus. That's right. That's good. Yeah. Um, so as always, uh, my name is Elon and welcome to best of five. I'm joined here with my cohort, uh, John Velociraptor Guerrero. Thank you, Trevzor, for those 17 month subscriptions. Thank you so much. And, uh, of course, all the way over there to the right is our main man, Steve Ace, Steve main squeeze offsuit jerk. Uh, who also just resubscribed for 22 months. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, so he unfortunately had to go and get the Power Stone. Uh, so he was not able to be here with us. It was a little bit of an emergency, he said, uh, that he needed to get the Power Stone. Not that there's an actual emergency. He just really needed the Power Stone. Word? I ca- almost fucked Word. up the joke and made everybody worried. Uh, tonight on the show, we're going to talk about everything that's coming. Uh, so because we had such a huge week, now there's like a billion new things and that's what everybody wanted. But did we all want it all at the same time? Are we overwhelmed? Nobody knows. I, in going back and recapping for this week and realizing, oh, there was this trailer. Oh, there was that trailer. Oh, there was 14 more trailers with trailers inside of those trailers. It's just like. Yeah, there's a lot to get to. Yeah, but, it's, but it's nice because when it rains, it pours. Yeah. And we've needed some rain for some while. Yeah, you know, it's like we're living in a trailer park. I'm clapping myself. Got him. Well, let's go, to the, let's go to the first thing. Which one? The trailer or the recap? All right. Whatever we'll... you want to do first, Alon. You're okay. running this show. I'm steering. See, look, I'm going to show you guys. I am literally steering this show as we speak with this steering wheel that is attached to my desk. So we're going to go take a right turn. And we're going to start the recap. I actually turned the wheel right. I'm going to turn it back. There we go. My desk is moving. Anyway, here's the recap. Uh, Street Fighter League, the playoffs happened. Uh, Team Gale taking it out, number one. Team Frost beating out Team Storm in a very, very, very close, from what I hear, match. Uh, Team Storm, unfortunately, stayed at second throughout like most of the season and just dipped to third right at the end. So bad news for them. And Team Inferno bringing up the rear. So, winners. Uh, Team Gale and Team Frost are going to compete in the U.S. and Japan finals at Capcom Cup. So, look out for that. It's going to be a good time. It's in, what, like two weeks, three weeks? Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I know that there's going to be a, uh, a Street Fighter League bout at Capcom Cup. So, I think that's actually what we're talking about here. Yeah. I think it's in, what, like two weeks from now or something? Yeah, it's something close. Oh, like I think it's on the 18th, 17th or 18th of December, but yeah. Okay. So, so it's like a maybe, month. Yeah, maybe three weeks. Whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's hop over the big old pond. Well, I guess it's not really a pond. We'll call it a lake because the pond's on the other side. We said it was a pond last time. Don't you go over the the Pacific, the Atlantic? I don't know. It's the, the, well, the other you, one from the direction cro- of Europe. When you cross the pond is when you go from the UK to mainland Europe. So I guess we're just going to cross the giant-ass okay. fucking lake. That's, well, we're crossing the Pacific. We're crossing the giant Pacific lake. Uh, to the Japan- Japanese the Japanese Street Fighter League. Uh, here we have uh, Scarlet holding down the fort up in four- first. Aurora going second. And Gaia in third. And they all advance to the playoffs on December 1st. 
Which is my birthday. Well, nobody cares, John. I'm kidding. I care. I... But now, but nobody will be at your birthday because everybody's going to be watching the playoffs. Exactly. That's what I was going to get to. It sucks when you have a birthday when they put the Street Fighter League playoffs on the same day. It happens every year. Yeah. And uh, so both Gaia and Gold were tied going into this. And uh, Gaia, Fudo's team, barely squeaked out the win over the tiebreaker there to knock Daigo's team off. So right good times all around. So everybody stay tuned on December 1st where we're going to figure out who's going to be playing against uh, Knuckle Deuce team and uh, Duel Kevin's team. Mm-hmm. For the and really quick to yeah. answer a question that Take the Bus is asking, yes, there still is a last chance qualifier for Capcom Cup. It is the day before Capcom Cup gets started. So we'll find out the 32nd person. And actually, this is going to get answered in a second, so never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, anything can happen. Remember Nemo? couple years ago that was crazy yeah exactly speaking of crazy let's go over to arc revo america the world tour finals will will we uh let's start off with blaze blues central fiction ymst from japan taking home the 20 grand approximately fenrich sticking it out in second and then everybody else from japan rounding out top eight I like it. It's like short and to the point. Steve would have listed off everybody, yeah, said how you know much what? they made, you know what? said they were from Japan. Well, here's the thing. I think getting on the Steve recap is kind of an honor, so I guess I have to say their name. So we have Naoto in third, Yuta, Huku, Monster, Soji, and Tochigen all hanging out here on the top eight, all taking home some money. And then uh, Dorabang, Fumi, Masa, and Nezu taking ninth. And Aguru, Iwashi, Kogatan, and and Maki all rounding out the top 13. And the Digital Sword coming in first in my heart for subscribing for the sixth month in a row. Oh, Much yeah. appreciated the Digital Sword. There you go. I'm a clap. All right. Uh, so that's uh, that's Blaze Blue Central Fiction. So congratulations to YMST for being the world champion of everything. That is Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Speaking of Blaze Blue, let's head over to Blue uh, Cross Tag Battle. Man, doing the recap is hard. I'm already messing up words. No one. You're doing a great job, Elon. No, I'm not. I want everyone to realize realize something right now. Elon went from perpetually behind the camera, never having spoken in front of one in his entire life. I'm assuming for the drama of the story, to jumping on hosting the hosting the show, and now even taking Steve's job, which are shoes that are impossible to fill. You're doing a great job. Well, first of all, you're wrong about like a lot of that, but anyway, well. We'll skip over. You're doing really well. I don't like taking compliments. Shut shit. up, John. <laughs> anyway, back to Arc Revo America. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. We got Shinku representing the U.S. Taken first. USA. USA. Uh, Kiame hanging out in second. Base. Also, wow, there's some good uh, USA representation here in this yeah. top eight. Uh, Fenrich hanging out in fourth. Tempest Romeo. Tomo slash Raylo, whatever that means. Uh, Fame 96 and the main man, uh, Efren's, uh, Efren's idol, Koji KOG, rounding out top eight over here. So good shit to everybody who got in top eight. Uh, I guess I have to read the other names too, but they're so small on my screen. Uh, Kion Entremente, Noble, Seth Lalal, uh, YMST. Dang, YMST almost got top eight in two games. Uh, Black Ace. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. But YMST won, so I guess like a little bit of a, a little yeah, bit of a right. drop is is forgivable. <laughs> uh, then Black Ace, Elyon, Kubo, and Thirteen Blades rounding out top thirteen. 
Oh, and by the way, that Seth Lowell, that'll come in later in the show. So remember that. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Dun, dun, dun. And let's get over to Guilty Gear Exard Revelator 2. The end of Guilty Gear Exard Revelator 2. I, I saw on Twitter after the tournament, everybody's like, well, Guilty Gear's <laughs> Rev 2 is dead. Goodbye. So everybody <laughs> said their goodbyes uh, during this tournament. Sad days. <clears throat> Uh, but we're going to talk more about all that stuff later. But Omito going out in first. Uh, Cha-Cha-Cha playing uh, Heyoon, who's my main. So that shit was fun to watch. Uh, rounding out second. Daro Ino from Korea hanging out third. We got Lasso and Daimendo from the U.S. Dang, Daimendo. That's the dude that's like been playing Guilty Gear for like decades, right? I'm pretty Definitely. sure I'm pretty sure he's as old as Slayer is and Slayer is like a billion years old. So he's been yes, playing for, he's been playing also. forever. Um so Takahara, Samito and Teresa uh Teresa uh all around and out uh top 8 there. And it looks like what does this say here on the no top 8 finisher Kadako. at Evo? What? What's up? No, uh no top oh. 8 finisher at Evo 2019 made top 8 at Arc Evo America. Dang. Also Omito Going six and zero in sets, fourteen and zero in games. So he did not lose a single gosh darn game. So he he earned his dang twenty thousand uh, dollars. Get a lot of subs for that. Yeah, that would be. Nah, I'm not gonna make it. Uh, I'm not gonna make math in my head. Uh, but rounding out top nine, we got Kadako, Kazike, Rozu, and Taka. And in top thirteen, we have Deb, Ex, Fu, also another Heyoon player. Shoutouts to Fu and King Rasta. So good stuff to everybody. Good stuff to uh, Guilty Gear XR Revelator Two. You will be missed, Ripperuni. <laughs> All right, uh, let's bring it over from. Uh, wait, so what? Arc Revo was it in LA? I'm pretty sure it was in LA, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, let's fly over to Atlanta, where we had the last Tekken World Tour Master Event in DreamHack Atlanta. Which looked unbelievably crazy. I watched bits and pieces of the stream over the weekend and it looked unbelievable. Uh, but look at our boy Anakin having the higher ground, taking first. John pointed at me, but he's not on camera. <laughs> uh, Kakoma. <laughs> Kakoma getting his arms and legs chopped off. Well, like Kakoma <laughs> bringing out second. <laughs> Steve gets one. All right. <laughs> Steve gets one. <laughs> uh, my boy Spirogen ringing out third Saint hanging out in fourth Jimmy J. Tran in fifth Take in fifth Book and Mr. Taxi rounding out Tied for seventh And this is Anakin's first Master Event win In 2019 In 2019 Yeah, he got second at Cabo Breaker Third at Evo So good shit to Anakin Finally getting that big W uh, Take uh. needed to make top two To make World Tour Finals So unfortunately for Take no go. Uh, top five was just not good enough. Uh, but we have top nine or uh, tied for ninth is Fusion, John Ding, Shadow Twenty Z, and Speed Kicks. Shoutouts to Speed Kicks making uh, making top nine. Uh, Jackie Tran, Nene, Rangchu, and Seiko tied for thirteenth. And I'm assuming. Nope. Never mind. Forget what I was just gonna say. And let's go over to Las Vegas. Imagine the plane flying over. Capcom. Narf. I always like the name Narf, so I'm going to say Narf. Narf. Uh, <laughs> North America Regional Final. Here is Knuckle Dew taking it in first. 
place, qualifying for Capcom Cup 2019. He had already uh, clinched it, but the auto-qualifying spot goes up to the top North America outside of top 27. So we're going to see who that is in just a little bit. But Knuckle Dew up in first, beating Punk. Uh, Shine taking third. Hell yeah, Shine. Uh, 801 Strider hanging out in fourth. Idom and JB tied for fifth. They're bo- uh, JB used to be from New York, right? Correct. He moved over from New York to, uh, to L.A. Maybe, well, two years ago now. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, I know I always group those two together. I think it's because I, you know, watch them mm-hmm. uh, over there. At the he did the old Chris G. Yeah. Uh, L-, L. Chakotay uh, and Terrence tying it up for seventh. And then uh, this is Knuckle Dew's second NA regional final win. Uh, he he beat people up in 2016. And Punk has made top four in all of them. Every single one of them. I remember the first one was in Red Bull. was a Red Bull thing. And I was kind of upset because I lost to Punk in in the online qualifier. And then yeah. it turned out that he entered two tournaments. So he got disqualified shortly after that. Good Sad. Times. And you would have won otherwise. Yeah, I totally would have. <laughs> you know, um, Punk was mentioning, and I don't know if this was about the the top eight here or if it was about the uh, the other major tournament, um, but he was saying that there were some issues with the setups, and I'm not sure the exact particulars of them, but this is, of course, in the eSports arena in Las Vegas in the Luxor, mm-hmm. and if you remember back to Capcom Cup last year, Chris T and I think it was Fudo both expressed that there was some kind of an issue with the, with some kind of a lag, and we don't, I don't want to say it was specifically the monitors or the games or the venue doing something weird, but this is the second time we've been hearing something along these lines. Mm-hmm. Punk was livid on his Twitter. He used a bunch of four-letter words, and uh, and it was not pretty. Like um, but, double hockey yeah. sticks? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, everybody <laughs> better... Sorry. After I turn the steering wheel, my camera is about to fall. Uh <laughs> Four little, yeah, Armika. Well, Mika. Punk is also a four little word. Anyway, uh, yeah. You guys so, are getting distracted with the wrong part of the story here. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you know that's that's slightly concerning for an arena that is dedicated to esports to have issues with monitor lag. Yeah. Although I think, I think fighting games is like one of the few. I, although, like, I'm pretty sure once you get to high level, like first person shooter stuff, people start noticing that kind of stuff too. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think we're more sensitive to it just because of the nature of the game we play. For sure. So, and it might just be like something like a splitter that they're using. That's probably fucking something up. Oh, well, uh, we'll, uh, they'll figure it out. I'm sure. Or maybe they won't. Who knows? Uh, but you know who did figure out something? Hot dog. Yeah, I did. Hot dog figured out how to beat knuckle dude and won the uh, open premiere. Taking home a thousand points. A lot more than knuckle dude, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is his second premiere win in 2019. Uh, he uh, he won a PPL Masters, whatever that is. I don't remember what PPL stands for. Pacific pro- Problem Line? Yeah. Anyway, hot dog up in first. Uh, hot dogs are tasty, so uh, everybody get yourself a hot dog. Knuckle Dew hanging out in second, winning even more points as if he didn't have enough. Uh, Filling his wallet, <laughs> yep, for sure. Filling Super his wallet. Your money. Uh, Problem X hanging out in third. Then we got Bonchan in fourth. That's a pretty big surprise, Bonchan hanging out in fourth after winning, like, everything for a little while. Well, he while. was using a lot of Sagat. He almost played Sagat exclusively at the uh, at this event, although I do think he, uh, well, he beat the guy behind him, Punk, uh, in a Karen Mirror match. Mm, gotcha. 
and then once again, 801 Strider hanging out top five. So good weekend for him. Let's see, that's something Steve always says. Uh, Punk also top five. And then both Nemo and Sako hanging out at top seven. Uh, John Takeuchi, Kichipamu, Ryusei, and Tokido hanging out in ninth. And Fudo, Hurricane, Infectious, and Moke in 13th. That is crazy. So- there's a lot of Japanese and a lot of foreigners just all up and down this list. It's nice to see that we made at least three people in our own <laughs> regional finals. Uh, but, yeah, you back up all the way through 13th and you don't see anybody else from the States. So yeah. good stuff to do Strider and Punk. Like, that's pretty real. Yeah, man. And something worthy of note uh, on the bottom left here, it looks like Knuckle Dude, Bonchan, and Nemo all came out of the same pool. <laughs> and they somehow made it to top uh, top eight together. Those guys are good. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, like, any given weekend, like, if you see a bunch of names like that, like, you never know who to take first. So this is pretty cool to see. Uh, now let's take a look at the final list of who's going to Capcom Cup. Uh, we have one more spot left, and that's for the the last chance qualifier. But we have Punk and Bonchan hanging out in first and second. Takedo Fudo. Hot Dog 29 hanging out in fifth after that win. Getting himself a uh, thousand super points. Premier gets you some points, baby. A, a yeah, thousand smackaroos just just for winning that super premiere. Uh, Fujimura, Big Bird, Problem X, Momochi, Phenom, Knuckle Dew, Oil King, Sien, Mago, Gachikun, Machabo, Angry Bird, John Takeuchi, Dogra, Infectious, Nemo, Sako, NL, Daigo, 801 Strider, Idom, and JB all hanging out with the points. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, what was it like the the next four or five are. Uh, qualifiers from regional finals. Yeah, so the next four, Luffy is going to be the European representative. Kichipamu will be the um, the Asian representative. Smug snags the North American, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Zenith got the uh, Latin American. Yeah, oh yeah, because Knuckle Dude got the auto qualifier, so, and he already had the points, so it got sent down to Smug. So good mm-hmm. stuff to everybody. This is 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Uh, there's two more. One is going to be Oh, right. No, uh, there's one more. Yes, because uh, auto qualifier from last year. That's what I forgot. Uh, and that well, is... that's Gachikun, who's number 15 there. But it, I, you might have just miscounted because there's 27. Oh, right. Uh, it's all oh, right. I dom- so IDOM and JB are tied. That's where I messed mm-hmm. up there. Okay. Yeah, so there's 31 here and then one more, which, of course, will be me at the last chance qualifier. Yeah, I would totally, I would totally win if I was going to go. But I'm not right. We would both have that. Yeah, that yeah. Case. We we would tie. It would be double KOs for like three overtimes, and then they would be like, "All right, both of you just go in there." Great. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, really strong names just outside. You know, you're talking about it is on Gamer B, um, a whole bunch of like the the you know the upper echelon Japanese players. Uh, so. I mean, you feel like, okay, well, we've got 31 of the world's best out of the way here. Well, you know, the, the small guys can come up and maybe someone can have a shot at this LCQ. It's like, hell oh, no. man, there's all there's a bunch of killers just waiting right around. That's what this has become, though. That's what the Pro Tour has become. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's what happens when people take a game seriously for, like, five years. Right? Like, everybody gets good. Yeah. Uh, yep. Speaking of getting good... Uh, this weekend was great, but what about next weekend? I know somebody was like, what about the Red Bull Conquest Finals? That's next weekend. Check your calendars. It's going to be this Saturday and Sunday at twitch.tv forward slash Red Bull. 
And uh, Friday, Saturday, for all of you uh, core value folks out there that are alive, six, the World Championships will be taking place at twitch.tv forward slash dead or alive game. So please enjoy those. And those will be what's going on next week. And that was Can the we say what's up to Magnegro for subscribing for two years worth of months? Oh, hell yeah. Magnegro. Giving us the big old 24. Yeah. Much appreciated. And good ass recap, Elon. I appreciate that. You're welcome, world. When Steve, bring back Steve. Uh, so uh, Steve was saying that there was a mistake that I made at the top of the show. He wasn't looking for the Power Stone, but he was looking for a copy of Power Stone. So I do apologize. I got the wrong vibe there. Uh, so let's start talking about all this shit. We have a billion trailers to look at mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a billion things to discuss. Let's start with, well, first I got to do something like this. So we're doing things a little bit differently today. Uh, cause I made a oopsie, so we got to do one of these. Uh, so let's take a look first at uh the Guilty Gear stuff, cause that that stuff everybody enjoyed, right? Everybody was looking forward to it. Nobody knew what was gonna happen, but now we do. So wait, wait, wait. There we go. Ignore the YouTube <laughs> thing. <laughs> when, when Steve's not around, we do the YouTube version. We don't, <laughs> we don't download shit. Yeah, man. You know what was actually really fucking cool? Uh, I was watching. Uh, I was watching the the archive of the stream, and listening to the entire crowd singing along with the song was pretty fucking cool. It would. It gives you goosebumps even when you're just sitting by yourself in your office for listening to it for work. I can't imagine what it would be like listening to it with an entire crowd singing along with a chorus. Yeah. And something cool, too, about this trailer is they're finally showing off more of, like, the Roman cancel stuff, too. Uh, they're showing mm-hmm. a couple of the mechanics that they went into. Uh, but, man, this game looks so fucking good. Like I It don't... looks, and I hear it sounds absolutely gorgeous. Um, I know Maximilian recently had a bunch of time, like, hands-on time with it. And uh, you guys should actually, if you're if you're interested, you should absolutely check that breakdown out or that reaction um, because he's got a lot of information in there. But he does address the uh, the idea that this is seeming like a little bit more dumbed down of a guilty gear. And he says, uh, well, he doesn't say dumbed down at all. He says it's like a, a little more simple. It feels very different. Wait, and he wait. actually goes as far as to say it's like if Street Fighter Five and Xrd had a baby. Yep. Remember how I said. Uh... It looked like the same transition from uh, Street Fighter 4 to 5. 4 to 5. Yep. Yeah. Also, look at the Faust and Frosty Faustings. That's neat. I Ooh. like that they did that. They turned it red. Uh, but, cool. yeah. So, that's uh, that's Guilty Gear. Uh, a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of, like, good and bad uh, opinions coming out, right? Oops. I don't. I accidentally messed up my camera. <clears throat> well, here's, here's how to, like... I mean, I don't play a lot of Guilty Gear, right? So I can't tell you on, on a more nuanced level, but I can give you like a general reaction and vibe that I'm getting. And um, and what it is, it's like, well, like as Max said it again, he says that it's um, it certainly is toned down from where Exert was. But Exert had so many mechanics and it was so deep and it was so chaotic and not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. But there's so much to it that you could remove about half of all that and still have an interesting uh, mechanical fighting game 
and it would still have the identity of Guilty Gear, but it's certainly uh, like the combos are slower or, or shorter. The moves that you're using to start combos are more mediums instead of lights and such, which is mm -hmm. another sort of Street Fighter Five-y kind of thing. Yep. And uh, the damage output is massive, even though the combos aren't very long. So uh, that's I think that's another part of why he uh, he likened it to it's still a Guilty Gear game, but that's like got some Street Fighter Five feelings in it too. Yeah, uh, I know when they when they re uh, shared some of the game with us with that um, that stream they did a while ago, they showed how the Roman cancel stuff is going to be different. They showed uh, like like what you were saying, like no more light punch or light kick starters for combos. Mm -hmm. um, trying to think, what else did they have on there? Uh, oh, uh, f uh, faultless defense is going to be slightly different now too. Uh, same thing with like perfect defense and blitz is gone. So like it's it is a lot of uh, taking down a lot of the crazy shenanigans that um, that Revelator Two has. Uh, specifically, I, one thing I think I mentioned this, but I'm not a hundred percent sure if I did or not. So I'm going to mention it again. Uh, it looks like with the wall break mechanic, they're kind of taking away the corner pressure set play that Guilty Gear is kind of known for at this point, right? So. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Max talked about it a little bit in his uh, video that you're talking about because I think I saw bits and pieces of it. Uh, when you're when you have somebody against the wall, you can do a combo that now wall splats, right? And when it wall splats, you get like a crazy like sh uh, shattering image going through. And if you wall splat like a couple of times, or if you like wall splat with a specific button, I think it breaks the corner of the screen, and then you fly into another section of the stage, a la Dragon Ball Z, and then all of a sudden you're back in neutral. Mm -hmm. it's that's I I, for, mm, it, it, I have I have a couple mixed feelings about that because I think that's a tough pill to swallow for fighting games in general right just because it's like dang I finally got my opponent in the corner oh never mind but well with I, that I said though with that it depends said, on how much damage you do oh, ex go ahead. exactly uh and that's the oh, thing right. that uh was being said is like apparently the damage is fucking ridiculous when you get uh when you get a wall combo it's like revelator 2 combo like it goes that crazy for that long and that uh damaging right mm -hmm. so uh and you can tell like they really do care about this game like they're putting in the time and money and the effort to make sure that this shit goes well uh like, even when we just saw, like, the teaser for Faust, like, Faust looks fucking terrifying. And I always thought he was terrifying, right? Because it's a dude that hides behind a bag, paper bag on his head with, like, the one I hope poking out. And he, like, sticks his finger up people's butts, and that's how they die. But, man, with this crazy new, uh, new Faust, like, it's so weird. Like, he doesn't have his lab coat anymore. It looks like he's just in scrubs. It looks like he's straight up, like, just, like, escaped from a hospital. It's but but just keep in mind, and I have to preach this to myself when you know something new is coming along in the in the channels that I am more likely in. It's like change is scary. Different does not equal bad, and it's too like it's not nuanced enough to say that if the game is a little bit simpler or if the game is different that it's automatically a bad thing about it. There's so such thing as going too far in a new direction mm -hmm. and sacrificing some of the things that you really enjoy now. But there's also so such thing as the fact that you might be a little bit too far in one direction and maybe some movement a little bit more towards the center is a good thing for your game and a good thing for the overall experience. So I'm not saying that's what it's going to be. 
but I've just seen a handful of new titles, uh, new entries in a franchise or multiple franchises come out over the last couple of years under this kind of new, uh, you know, banner of esports and this the current era that we're in. And a lot of these developers are doing similar things and trying to make their games uh, more accessible. And that just doesn't have to be a bad word outright. It can be a bad thing if it goes too far, but that's true of anything. So keep an open mind. Guilty Gear looks amazing. Apparently it sounds amazing. I know the bullshit blazing is amazing. Yep. And uh, and, and it, like you were saying, I feel like we're in good hands. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's weird, right? Because I remember the first time I picked up Guilty Gear Exert and I could not play it. Right, it was too much. Right, so I put it down, and it wasn't until Revelator Two came out that I actually got back into it because of Heyoon. Because Heyoon, like, why worked with my brain, right? And since then, I started enjoying the game, and I still don't know like how to work with half of the mechanics, so I don't take the game seriously at all. <laughs> so I, I can't help but think of people who are in a similar situation that I was, where they really want to like the game, but it's just too much, right? So in a way, I think I could see people enjoying. Like, people who want to take Guilty Gear more seriously being able to do that without, without like, sacrificing, like, you know, <laughs> relationships and sleep and <laughs> mental fortitude. Right. Uh, but that's, you know, that's just my end of things. Um, of course, everybody's different. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and Faust coming out in, like, Faust getting revealed and uh, them having the next demo at Frosty Faustings is very appropriate. So good on them. Absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else Guilty Gear related that we – Oh, uh, I'm just going to say this, and we're not going to go into it a lot because I don't think we have enough information to do so. Just fucking stop throwing shit. Like, holy shit. Like, are you serious? So apparently somebody threw a fucking phone, and it ricocheted into, like uh, – big stakes like tournament match and they had to replay the match and the person who was about to lose then won because of that restart what the fuck man like crabs chairs now phones like this is why we can't have nice things absolutely fucking stop they they apologize profusely on social media and uh and i mean they're still gonna take their cut their licks i think is the saying right but uh yeah it's Learn from these other people's mistakes and stop throwing odd objects at uh, at tournaments. Like I don't even I get like, like I have to say that I understand getting salty, right? Like I've thrown my stick at tournament, but not like up. I've thrown it down at the floor. Like control yourself, people. Jesus. <laughs> even when you can't control yourself, just think. Fucking tired of this. Telling the people to stop throwing shit. What is this like? Middle school? Fuck. God damn. What did the floor do? The floor made me lose. My feet were cold. That's why I lost. It's not because I'm a bad player. All right? Goddamn floor. All right. Uh, let's talk about other stuff. Um, let's hop over. Oh, uh, actually, we should have started with this. Uh, before the weekend started, we got a little glimpse at the new uh, Mortal Kombat character. Uh, and we have Sindel is going to be officially joining the cast. And everyone's excited. Whoops. 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 All right, we're good. Oh, don't show that video. Yeah, sorry, I got the wrong Sindel video out. <laughs> Here we are. So Sindel's back. Uh, same Revenant design. All this other crazy shenanigans. From destroyed 
Dude, it's crazy how good Mortal Kombat 11 looks. It's I my girlfriend does not like Mortal Kombat 11, which might be part of the reason why I always share the new trailers with her. But the inspiration when I do is like, babe, look how cool this looks. Look what she's doing with her hair and how you can see like seemingly every strand as it wraps around this dude's neck and tosses him across the bridge. Oh my gosh! And then he uh, and then uh, so next thought, this regular ass human costume too is where it's at i'm i'm very glad and expected to see that but uh people were worried that she was only going to be a revenant and uh that's not the case she's also a crazy banshee host or something like that as she has that new kind of move where she summons a banshee and oh my gosh watch this one yeah everything about her is is amazing i don't know where to start Uh, but she's got old moves new moves new takes on old moves and uh she can fly yeah, no, she she looks like a like a, a black canary on like hella steroids, in a good way. I mean, on outworlding steroids. She got the big booty. Here we go. Now watch this shit. Hell yeah! Oh, the stiletto it, finish here is the best. Oh, you spoiled it for everybody, John. What the fuck? See now that you know wasn't as impactful. Now that oh, wasn't yeah, as impactful. Yeah, it was. Anyway, check out this fatality. This fatality, I think, is very fu- like I don't know why I find it so funny. <laughs> is that what sound waves could do? Well, apparently so. When you're Sindel, you know what it should have done? Because you know when you get like that base. Oh well, she goes high though. What if she did a base one where it just melted all of your insides, and then they just kind of slowly leak out of all of your mouth and your ears and stuff? Oh, like that Key and Peele sketch about uh, dubstep? I haven't seen it, but I believe you. It's very funny. Uh, they uh, All it is is like, oh, have you listened to the new dubstep album? And they're like, oh, no. So they turn it on, and when you know the beat drops or whatever, like the camera goes all crazy, and they just start like freaking out. And then after they stop, like their nose is bleeding and shit, they're like, we need more. It's kind of crazy. It's very funny. Uh, but yeah. Sindel coming in hot i think she comes out soon they're showing her on thursday and i gotta double check i'm not sure if it's next thursday or uh, two days from now but you guys can do some research and look on twitter uh, but they're gonna they're gonna show her on a combat cast and thursday is a weird day for that but that's when they're doing it yeah. and uh, and then she'll be out on the 26th so that's a week from today mm-hmm. right cool yeah, yeah. so it'd have to be this thursday coming cool. out on the 26th wasn't there something else that was coming out on the 28th of november Oh, yeah, there's Paco Stevens this Thursday at 3 p.m. Central. So everybody go twitch.tv forward slash the Realm Studios, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thanks, Paco Stevens. Uh, always keeping us honest about NetherRealm stuff. Uh, there was something else coming out on November 28th. Oh, November 28th is Thanksgiving? Okay. Maybe that's why it's stuck in my head. I don't know. I don't celebrate it, so I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, oh. But is is So Calibur stuff coming out on November, uh, oh yeah, so Calibre Season 2 launches on November 25th, and Hildy releases on November 26th, so there you go. See, I wasn't crazy. So I don't, I wasn't sure if you were starting a joke or if you were actually asking. No, I was actually asking. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, November 26th, uh, for So Calibre Season 2. Good times. Uh, so... So Calibur doesn't have a trailer, but uh, it was uh, there was a presentation at the um, at something. 
forget where, what happened with that presentation or like where they had it. But they uh, recently, Bandai Namco, uh, Team Soul gave a presentation and they showed off some of the new stuff that's coming to Soul Calibur Season 2, including three new mechanics. Uh, so they're basically giving you more ways of spending that soul meter, which you could only spend by either doing a super or by doing the soul charge, which is like the V-trigger version of Soul Calibur. But now, you, you can also use it a couple other ways. One being, uh, you can, you can now use your soul, uh, your soul gauge to, or your soul meter, I guess, to, uh, go into soul charge with a move right they have an attack that now uh goes straight into soul charge so cool so it's super neat it looks like a super cool combo extender it looks super neat uh i'm down um another uh so and that's like meant to be like an offensive use for the meter which good stuff uh they also have a defensive mechanic now which is uh guard impacts but like harder Right, so you can spend a little bit of that soul meter to now guard impact unblockable attacks and anything else uh, to use that for that defensive side of things. So that's going to be super fun to watch. They also did a gigantic overhaul on the reversal edge mechanic. From what I read, and I could be wrong about this, but from what I read, it looks like it's no longer going to be unblockable. So, like, for example, if you block uh, a reversal edge, you don't go into, like, that rock, paper, scissors thing. If I read that correctly, I could be completely wrong about that. But um, so it's going to be really fun. Uh, Hildy has herself some new mechanics where they're using negative edge for her. So you have to like hold down buttons and charge them up and then let them go, et cetera, et cetera. So that's going to be fun. Uh, oh, cool. Somebody got the video of the presentation there. But yeah, um, so a lot of new Guilty Gear stuff or I'm sorry, So Calibur stuff coming out. Uh, Haomaru is going to be DLC number eight. So he's coming out a little bit later. Uh, either this year or next year. There's also going to be a new mode, I believe. I forgot to see what the new mode was. Anyway, there's going to be a new mode. Go watch that trailer. Oh, Hildy has always had the negative edge? Okay. I just remember like reading about it, and they were talking about it, so they're bringing that back then. Super cool. Thanks, uh, Game Genie. I never had one. Uh, cool. Yeah, so that's Soul Calibur. Uh, we don't have the video for it, but there you go. Go watch it. Somebody linked it in the chat. Super cool. Uh, let's see. What? Where should we go next? Oh, uh, remember, uh, remember Samurai Showdown. I remember that. Uh, there's a new character. What's his name? You want to ask that again? Because you kind of. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, uh, it's uh, he's from Tekken. <laughs> Kazuya. No, his name is Kazu- Kazuki Kazama. So he's from the. Because I'm a family of Tekken. I hope I got the right trailer. Yeah, and he dude. starts shit on fire. Everything that he does causes a like whirlwind of flames. Hold on. And it's pretty I, cool. I made a big oopsie. <laughs> Hold on. Did you turn the stream off? Can I no, 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 no. Uh, there, there we go. Here, let me restart it. Hold up. There we go. Man, I have a, I have a switcher for my mouse and keyboard, but I plugged in a mouse for my other computer so I could turn these up, but I still switched everything over, so I couldn't switch the screens. But anyway, there's Kazuki Kazama, related to Jin Kazama. <laughs> yeah, he's all about the story right now, but he also has this fireball that he can summon, and it just follows him around, and he can power it up up to, to level 3. When it's a level 3, 
he can do some crazy shit with it. He can either send it your way, even after he gets knocked down. So you knock him down, and he can still send the fireball at you, which is kind of whack in my opinion, but I don't know. Uh, and then some of his moves get oh, enhanced with it's that. It's out now. He's got, <laughs> it's out yeah, right he now. Yeah, he just dropped. Yeah, well, he just dropped. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, uh, no, it's so, uh, the 18th. So, uh, oh, yeah, yesterday. yesterday. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what But, yeah, is. he looks pretty cool. Uh, Samurai Showdown still getting uh, – well, I'm going to wait until uh, we get our next big, like, event. I don't know if that's – wow, man, if that's Evo, I guess I'm not waiting. But Sam Show had a, a really good showing at Evo. And then even beyond that, the, the fervor for this game has been – very clearly around in the fighting game community because this was one of those titles where we're like is it going to come out for two weeks uh, we'll talk about it for two weeks and then it'll just kind of go by the wayside and it certainly didn't do that and they're doing a great job of keeping things rolling around with these regular dlc releases and already they've shown that season two is on the way special guest character there um so right i'm not confusing my my games because there's so many of those and so many <laughs> DLC things going on right now, but um, it, it's just everything keeps a rolling, and it seems like at least here in my local community and from the uh, the people that I talk to on the regular and other communities, uh, Sam Show is still going fairly strong. So it's good to see a game like that continuing to uh, to get recognition, to killing, continuing to roll along, and uh, and continuing to produce new content on the regular. Yeah, you know it's kind of weird that we are talking about how simplifying things is either good or bad, but Sam Show is like the definition of simple and everybody's like super into that game right and so it's talking about it in nuance it's talking about it in the in the through the filter of expectations what game franchise are you playing what does it mean to simplify because simplifying like marvel is going to be different than simplifying street fighter right things along those lines um and and really it comes down to a it always comes back down to satisfaction through a balance of risk and reward we can sit here and talk about the philosophy of that all day but um it's it's just i don't know what ultra david is not oh he, he's answer. not enjoying uh Sam Sam Show, i don't think oh <laughs> yeah well enough, i mean I, sa- I said everybody that was a generalization my bad i'll take that back. i have a handful of friends that have, have repeatedly asked me to jump on and play with them and i just it, i don't know it seemed like too much of a mountain to climb to pick up another fighting game right now that's just kind of my style but i'm like i said glad that it's continuing to roll along and do well yeah well you should try it because it's literally like Walk see, forward and press medium immediately. <laughs> Walk forward and press medium punch or medium sword, whatever the button is. Right on. Uh, all right. Uh, now let's get to the one we all want to talk about. I mean, I don't really want to talk about it, but I guess we have to, right? Um, Street Fighter announced some Hashtag stuff. Hashtag enthusiasm from the lawn. You are the embodiment of enthusiasm right now. Sure am. Uh, so Street Fighter announced some stuff, which leads the question: If they announced this now what would they announce at capcom cup whoops oh no i started the wrong one stop it that's later Jeez, doing this through youtube is a terrible idea i'm never doing this again smart so are we we talking about champion edition we're talking talking about about... champion edition okay champion edition so officially coming out february is a valentine's day next year yes so here we are, uh, 40 characters, and, th- and that's, that's kind of crazy to think, right? I remember when Street Fighter first released, and there were like 16 characters, and it was like, eh. Now there's 40 characters, and people are still like, oh, there's not enough characters. But I think it's because they haven't realized that there are 40 characters. 
Yes, and and that means that, uh, so as you already saw in this trailer, uh, Gil is the 39th character to be added, and there's still one more floating around. Uh, yeah. We'll get to that a little but, bit later. But here's the, here's the dealio, though. Costume. Here's the dealio, though. V-Skill 2. It's finally happening. Double V-Skill. Mm -hmm. There's Ken doing a V-Skill that'll probably be useless. And there's a cat. Of course. It's... <laughs> Why not give Zeku a cat? Now this shit, lo that looks like some shit. Right, the yeah, fireball uh, setup I'm, with the... I'm excited to see that... Oh, you mean uh, juries? I was thinking you are talking about the fact that Rashid can go off the wall in a different way now. No, but dude, did you see that jury setup, though? Setting the fireball yeah. and then, like, giving the 50-50? Like, that'll be Wonky some shit. That'll jury. be some shit. Yeah, absolutely. Whoops. Top tier in, uh, in champion edition. Now, there's some important differentiations to make here. Uh, because we're talking V-Skill. There's going to be... Um, well, I'll read off what we have on our, our screen oh right now. 40 characters, oh 34 God. stages, 200 costumes. There we go. Um, that's all coming with Champion Edition. Champion Edition will come with an added price. It's 30 bucks or 25 if you already own the game. But the um, the balance update and the mechanics update to add a new V-Skill is free of charge, and that will actually go live. Um, sometime after Capcom Cup, probably with the whatever update Gil comes with. Mm -hmm. So you can you can have all of the I guess you would say competitive content, and, and that's not going to be you, know, you won't have to pay for that. And that's an important thing to say because uh, Capcom kind of promised that you wouldn't really ever have to pay for those kind of things. And this is I mean they said there wasn't even going to be like updates like Arcade Edition and Champion Edition. We're having those, but. The things that you're paying for are pretty much all cosmetic. You know, you're getting the stages, you're getting the costumes, you're getting the characters, things along those lines. Well, characters now it's cosmetic, but um, but yeah. So just something to uh, to point out there because a lot of people, for whatever reason, were not getting that through their head, even though it was pretty clearly stated in the uh, initial announcements. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like that. This is uh, like we were saying, like change is good. Some people don't believe in change, so when they see like, <laughs> oh, Champion Edition, it's like, oh, here we go. It's people that don't bother doing the research, but there's another version of Street Fighter Five. Um, but yeah, uh, so that'll be cool. And uh, yeah, February twenty sixth, I think the date is. Uh, that's when they're gonna announce the last character with the release of Champion Edition, which is gonna be Seth. And you can clip it because I am a hundred percent right. And if I am not right, then hmm, what do I do? What can I do? Okay, well, so, and, and your reasoning for Seth is what exactly? Because that, that name has been floating around. Yeah. So well, I want to hear your reason. Okay, look, Champion Edition, right? Comes out in mm -hmm. December. And then the, or actually, the new patch comes out in December, and then Champion Edition comes out in February. Uh, NDO, subscribing for three, 23 months. Thank you. Like a badass. Yeah. So you're um, saying because Champion Edition it has to be like a boss character like Seth? Let me get there. Oh, okay. Let me get there. All right. I didn't do some sleuthing, but I did some mind sleuthing. Okay. Now here's, the, sleuthing. here's the situation. Comes out in December. Uh, the patch does along with Gil. February comes up, and that's the new that's the new Champion Edition. All right. What do both of those have in common? They both have E's in them. All right. All right. They both have so E's. Also... All right. They both have E's. Hold up. We're, we're getting there. Okay. All right. Now, let me look up something real quick before I make this claim. Now, here's the situation. 
When did Street Fighter 4 come out? Are you making this up on the fly? Yeah. But Street Fighter 4 came out July 18th, 2008. What else is what else is 8? Seth. His stomach thing is an 8. So there you go. Seth and Champion Edition. <laughs> Well confirmed. Hey, iPhone uh, 4, gonna... fuck you. This is a Galaxy 10. Fuck you. It's not an iPhone 4. Oh. I wish it was. I just got a new iPhone 8. Because uh, that's like two generations ago. But yeah. hey, it was only 30 bucks. So there. Uh, but anyways, no, uh, we've also heard that Seth is... Uh, this, this comes from data miners that we're not so sold on because they've been very hit or miss. And more recently except for when it comes to like costumes that are coming out, pretty miss. But we've been hearing Gil and Seth. And then so for Gil to come out and, uh, well, then there's one spot left on the other side to, uh, to balance the entire character oh, select screen. Wait, I got, I got something. All right, it's yeah. Champion Edition's releasing in February. All right, that's the second month of the year. Gil was... Uh, it was the, uh, what do you call it? The, the boss of the third Street Fighter and what Street Fighter takes place two before that. Four. On the timeline? Yeah. Street Fighter four? Yeah. And who was the boss of that? Seth. So there you go. It's all about High the fight also points out that if Seth is added, then that will be the final Street Fighter boss that needs to come to Street Fighter five so that it has all of the bosses. Yep. See, yeah. there you go. It's all about the twos. <laughs> Well, uh, it's interesting because, I mean, Gil looks really cool, as we'll see in a minute. And, uh, and I'm, I'm excited to see what he does. I'm excited to try him out myself. I'm excited to see what he brings to the game. But these were, like, Seth and Gil are not characters that people had at, like, the top of their priority, you know, uh, uh, their height meters, right? Um, there were, that was more like Makoto, Dudley, still a handful from, like, Third mm -hmm. Strike, probably, right? Maybe Sodom. Uh, so, but... I personally really wanted to go Tetsu. I think that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, Seth and Gil, it's like, well, where are you, where are you coming from with this? And I, and I can see Gil a little bit more. I feel like Gil's at least a little bit flashier with his two elemental mechanics and the fact that he's like, like a god almost and such. And then Seth was just a very vanilla looking character that was supposed to be like a clone that you could kind of just like, he was like a blank slate sort of character, right? And, uh, and then he just stole everybody's moves. And online, Tony made us all super salty at Wednesday Night Fights all the time. And I don't, I don't feel like Seth has as much hype behind him. Um, and not to say that Gil had a ton, but it's an interesting choice by Capcom if they do these two. I guess I do see the whole boss angle, like you're going to round it out with all the bosses. But even then, it's like, well, who cares if you have all the bosses? Like maybe, maybe a character like Dudley or Makoto or something like that. But the people that are... Or the characters that are higher up on the list, Rose, Sea Viper, things along those lines. Um, not that I would be super upset personally with with these two characters. I don't really care. I just want to see what the mechanics of the game, uh, how those evolve, and how the balance changes. And I think that might be the the boat that a lot of people are in. But uh, but yeah, Seth not not rubbing a lot of people the right way. And we don't know that Seth is coming either. I think we're yeah, we talking do. about him like. <laughs> But, well, right. but here's here's the thing though, and let me make let me make a more compelling argument for why it's not Seth after saying it is Seth. Um, yeah. So with Gil, uh, I'm pretty sure they already had the model right because he was in the cinematic at the end of the 
the story mode. Uh, so it's weird because I think everybody was expecting like the dolls to come in at some point, right? Because they have all of them, uh, all of their moves are there. They have the models, everything. All they needed to do was just hash out the character a little more. So part of me also thinks it's probably going to be DiCaprio at this point, just because she's already in the game. She's already got the moves, so that's the easy answer. I, I think they, I think that there might have even been plans for DiCaprio, and uh, but because of the overwhelming negative response to her in Street Fighter Four, is this is something I've heard that the, she got the axe because of something along those lines. Ah, that's weird. You know who does have an axe though? Nightwolf. Nightwolf confirmed, yes. But uh, did you did you have anything else to say about Champion Edition? Um, no, yeah. So uh, we can expect Seth to come out uh, when Champion Edition comes out. And while I stall for time by making this transition unnecessarily long, let's take a look at the trailer for Gil now. I did it. <laughs> <My unveil. laughs> I made it. <laughs> right on. So you got feathers floating around, and you're like, oh, who's this? Or are those angel feathers? You've got this badass stage. The stage with the whole looks really fucking cool, yeah. Sun and moon. Yes, there's no way it's not going to lag, because it's amazing looking. So there has to be something bad about it. And, uh, and we got Gil. The big yeah. bad guy from Third Strike. Yeah, well, so... Street Fighter 3, I say. Yeah, so he's got... He's got a unique game mechanic, right? That uh, I don't know if you all read the Capcom Unity post uh, about it, but they went into uh, how. Also, I kind of spoiled myself for this a lot because I watched this first before watching the Champion Edition. So mm -hmm. when I saw the the V1, I was like, "Oh, his V trigger is just a comet. That's weird." And then I saw it again. I was like, "Wait a second. Does he have two V trigger ones?" <laughs> yeah, V skill one. Yeah. I, I just didn't read because, you know, I'm illiterate. Uh, but, so, the way this retribution mechanic works is you're seeing... Also, that shimmy setup is so good. Uh, this? Yeah. Uh, the way this retribution mechanic is going to work is you see that he has both the fire and the ice attacks. Right? So, anytime he hits somebody with the fire... Here, let's... We're going to rewind this a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's it's an EX version of the fire or the ice attacks. Yeah. Um, only certain moves. So he has a lot of moves that actually have this elemental part. Uh, but only EX specials can light the other person or or frost the other person. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then when he activates his V trigger, one V trigger buffs up the ice moves. And so now even the normals that have ice properties, like which are most of them can also frost people over and then in the other v trigger uh it's a fire buff so all of the fire moves can can uh ignite people right? it's like a debuff because both of these things do different things to the uh the characters that uh the, the victim characters um but you don't have to use ex meter when you're in v trigger to to get the effects going yep and then you, you can continue to explain what retribution is yeah so uh like john was saying here is a special move uh we're gonna assume he's in v trigger because no ex was burnt or at least there's no uh ex visuals here uh but he gets hit with this and now all of a sudden he's on fire right you see that shit uh urian over here is like catching catching a burn Cool. Right, and when he's on, when you're on fire, that means that any chip damage you have is slowly getting eaten away. 
So yeah, just like on fire. fire. Yeah, just like normal fire. Right. So see right here, he's definitely on fire, right? Um, no, actually, that this is this is an example of so so Gil's overhead is a fire move, but he's not in um, V trigger here. So there is this little extra animation of a few flames on Urian right here, but he, they don't stay. It just is like a signifies that this is a fire move in V trigger. This would ignite him. But because he's not, you'll see the flames will just disappear. Also, like, I do want to point something out here. Let's let me see if I can freeze that frame one more time. Um, I kind of missed it, but uh, I like how one of the fires is like straight up right on his crotch. <laughs> Thank you. Dope. Yes. STD jokes for the win. Uh, um, yeah. So there he is on fire when he's glowing red, right? So there, yeah. So when they're like, he completely, you can tell the difference between what we just saw and what you're seeing right here. Yep, so here's his V-reversal. He's got the knees. Also, something worthy of note, he's not a charge character. Not at all. Which is dope, because charge characters just don't work with my brain. But <laughs> here we go. So there is some ice stuff, right? So his left arm is ice, his right arm is fire, just like the colors on this character, but everybody knows that, so I don't know why I'm going into it. Um, there he is. He used EX move, and now all of a sudden, Urian is Colleen frozen, right? Well, well, his stun bar is frozen, so um, your stun doesn't recover while you're iced over. Yeah, just like Colleen. Right. When, when Colleen freezes you, that's what I was getting at. Now, here is the situation. When he is frozen like this, or when he is on fire like this, whenever you use a move with the opposite element, it creates some crazy shit, and that's what they're calling retribution. We're about to see it right there. Oh shit! <laughs> I unfull screen. No, I think it's here. Uh, there it is. And you see, the way you can tell it's retribution outside of like the added effects that we'll, I'm sure, be used to eventually. That huge white circle that you're seeing right there—that yeah. it's like a crush counter, but but slightly different. And each move that you know has either a fire or an ice element with it can cause retribution. And they each have different properties that happen when you connect with them. So like. Sometimes it'll mean that you're way more plus on block and you, or I'm sorry, on hit, and you can follow up with more. Or maybe it means that a move like has a hard knockdown now, or it does more damage, or or leads to more juggle ability and more combo ability, things like that. So right there, that takes this character and suddenly makes him a, a few notches higher on the technicality scale, right? Because you got to kind of now like consider well. You can do a combo where in the middle of the combo you say ignite them and then you end it with a frost move and get this whole retribution thing. But it seems like just with that, the potential and the different routes you can go with this character um, just opened up. Yeah. Like so yeah, and that's and that's the crazy thing too, because like in the heat of battle, like you never know what, like what the last thing you hit somebody with is. Right. So there's going to be a lot of forethought and a lot of like combo directions that we need to that we're going to have to explore. But see, so because of that retribution, now he gets popped up, and now he gets an extra combo, or an extra hit there. Right. So, and, and then he's got, he like, this dope-ass costume. I just want to, you know, fucking roam. The Spartan one? It's pretty sick. Uh, all right, come on. So, see, are you sure that that's not him on fire? I mean, I guess he's not, right? Because he's glowing. No, because the whole Akuma will turn red, and you won't even really be able to see, like, his facial features and stuff when yeah. he's actually on fire. Okay, so there he's we go. So he got hit He got hit with the EX uh, ice ball. Mm -hmm. Now here comes Yuri in overhead. See, let's take a look at that one more time. Looks like this causes a crumple. Yeah, so see that crumple? 
and he keeps going with the combo right afterwards. And every time he's frozen, he uses And again, there is another retribution. Yep. So here it is. Ready? Here comes the fire attack when he's frozen. Boom! Pop him up. He's spinning in the air. It's kind of like a tailspin in Tekken. And all of a sudden, you got more crazy combos. Yeah. Um, so one of his uh, V skills, because he's got two of them, and everybody will, he just has like a comet come down from the sky. Mm -hmm. And uh, and depending on which V trigger you're using, mm -hmm. the comet will either be an ice move or a fire move. Yep. And then his other uh, V skill is called blocking, but really it's just parry. And, and it looks like it's exactly like Mind's Eye reuse parry, where you can just the traditional parry that he's had from day one of Street Fighter Five. You can do it high or you can do it low. Um, and if that's the case, like that looks like it's booty butt cheeks because reuse parry's never really been. <laughs> that great of a V skill to have. Well, uh, that's arguable. That's no, arguable. Not. Yes, it is. But anyway, let's look at this retribution one more time. Look at him. He's on fire. Activate V trigger two. Ice, uh, Ice of Doom. He does this like split kick, and then all of a sudden. Oh, I'm sorry. I think we missed it. Oh, I want. I want to look at the split kick. There it is. So the first hit. Tree of Frost. And there is the ice wall, and then this shimmy setup that's just stupid in a good way. Yeah, and then. So in this V trigger, he gets that that um, ice move, the the Tree of Frost, which is the uh, the pillar that comes out of his arm, and then he also gets to um, place this like ice trap on the ground, a la Sub Zero. You see it there. It's it's kind of weird because he doesn't hit Akuma with it. He like uses it as a meaty setup here to do a shimmy, which you said was pretty cool, which it is. Um, but if they get hit with this ice puddle or if they walk into the trap, they'll just be frozen immediately. Yep. So here it is one more time, just so everybody gets it. He's on fire. Hmm. He's about to get hit with this ice shit. And then, boom, wall bounce. Right? Retribution. Oh. Retribution. And here, comes and the here he goes to plant the, uh, the ice on the ground you see there. Explodes. and yeah, It straight up does look like exactly like Ryu's parry. It's kind of funny. Uh, Ryu doesn't even have to choose the high-low, so Gil Perry might have some different property. Okay, well, that's good. I thought Ryu did have to choose high-low, but it's been a while. No, he does not. Uh, but yeah, I think with Gills, it's uh, just uh, high and mid. I think if you hit him low, he's kind of screwed, kind of like a Zangief farmer. No. no, I think it's... Or he well, might have to crouch. Or he might have to high crouch. mid is the same parry. It's just neutral parry. And then crouch is to do lows. Right. Um, what did I say? Did I say high, high mid low? High and lows, he's just screwed. Oh, well. <laughs> well. Okay, so high mid, standing. I'm sure if he crouches down low and does the V, uh, the v skill, he'll parry low. But with Ryu, you don't have to crouch her stand you can do everything that's why it's called the mind's eye also by the way can we talk about the fact that everybody's so excited about these v skills because all the characters are going to change and these motherfuckers just gave ryu another goddamn parry well yes <laughs> what the fuck but it looks like and, and and i had the same reaction as you do we have footage of that or are we just talking about it uh i we can go back to the trailer but that's too much of a hassle but no, here's no, the no, thing no 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 it's fine yeah go for it go ahead. uh it's so it's not a parry it's a counter right it's kind of like uh Karen's V trigger too. It's like Karen's V. It's like Karen's V skill. Mm, uh, I'm not sure if it strikes on its own. It it does. Like Karen's, yep. oh, no, it does? It's not, so it's not like Karen's V skill. It's like Karen's V trigger too. The her counter, where she can parry and then it knocks somebody in. The that's air. her V skill. No, that's her V trigger. Her V skill is the boop that goes through fireballs. I'm a Karen main. Don't argue with. Oh, me. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Colleen. Yeah. I'm I'm dumb. So I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. 
Colleen V skill is what it's like. Yes, because it's advancing. It is a parry if they attack, and then it, it does make contact. We establish, right? Yes. So and and so the thing about it is like yes, well, it's another parry, and Ryu technically already has two of those. But if if this functions slightly differently, then what it's maybe going to do is help his neutral and help him to set up you know the other parts of his neutral better because it's going to be one more thing that opponents have to be worried about. And it's not only if it actually strikes right, then you can space it in such a way where he's got another legitimate poke from a from a distance where he really doesn't have that right now outside of like you know throwing a fireball or something like that. Yeah. But this might make people think twice. And then of course, if he has that parry potential and it and uh, and he can hit you with it, like it's not even just going to negate an attack, but he's going to actually hit you and convert and stuff. Like you know when a when a Karen has a V trigger two active, or Ryu has a V trigger two active. Things along those lines. You it makes you think twice before you go in, mm -hmm. and so that's going to kind of be the case in neutral because if he's just tossing it out there, well, oh, it's like when you're playing against Colleen in neutral. But it might be the thing that this character specifically needs, and that's what I want to see from these new V skills, especially with the lower tier characters. The higher tier, just give them a crap V skill that doesn't do anything because we don't want to risk, you know, breaking them further. Just kidding, but like, be careful. But with the lower tiers, you look at like, well, where is the hole in their game? Because this is an opportunity to patch up some of those holes. And maybe that's all certain characters need to climb up to a, a much better spot where they'd be more viable in tournament. Yep. Like, for example, Zeku. All he needed was just a ferret to kick somebody when they're in the air. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I, so, sorry, I I just had like a like eight different thoughts and it came out. And it was like, ah, blah, blah. Uh, but uh i'm excited to see some of these v skills right like i know we saw a couple of them uh ken has laura's overhead kick now which is weird yes. that goes over people and then gets punished <laughs> like the that's all they should have ken i thought that was pretty funny um jury has her crazy setup rashid now is like strider which is rashid weird. has like another hot back thing or is it an off the wall yeah, I'm, ass I'm assuming it's like uh, Makoto's Ultra 2 in Street Fighter 4. Where she know, just man. like goes from the middle of the stage all the way to the fucking wall and then back. Well, and you also have to remember that if one of these new V-Trigger V-Skills is like maybe scaring you, you have to take into account that whatever the character whoever the character is, they're not going to have their V-Skill 1 if they choose this, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like no more rolling towards you, Rashid, which is, that's a significant part of his game, right? Like, um, yeah. Actually, well, he can just run at you, so man, it sounds like this is... <laughs> you know what is kind of scary to think about, though, is Mika having a viable V-Skill. Well, that's that's where all roads lead to, right? And it's because <laughs> like she's got one of the most useless V skills in the game. Like she really can't incorporate it into her standard play very much. She can, I mean, I, I guess she has a few setups that she can where she can use it and such, and mm -hmm. and you can gimmick with it a bit. But most people have kind of figured out around that. But yeah, just sitting there standing with the mic, it's yeah, that that's gonna be kind of wild. What other V skills are, are super useless? Oh, like the the Zang well, the Zangief armor is not terrible as long as you use yeah, it Zangief right. players use them a lot um like that's a, that's good uh i think so here's the funny thing i i was playing street fighter the other day uh street fighter 5 uh, and it was the first time i played in a little while play this abigail player who he would v skill or not v skill yeah v, he would v skill parry fucking everything like and it was kind of crazy like he would v skill parry like block strings which was like super crazy just because like you know when you're playing street fighter 5 it's like oh here's my block string i'm taking my turn he was like no nah, there's a gap there bitch back up 
Right. So uh, going back to the whole Perry discussion, it's like, yeah, like that stuff can be can like throw you off very, very heavily, especially if uh, your opponent has a read on you. Uh, but yeah, I'm super curious to see like what are they gonna give Abigail? What are they gonna give uh, Ed? Like what's he? What's Ed's V skill now? Oh, the 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 spider web thing, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, what else? Like Laura's. Well, like what Laura's do you give him Nikali? Nikali's V system is is like amazing. It's like they had this problem when they were gonna give him a new V trigger, right? They're like, well, let's just give him two useless moves and not change the V trigger at all because otherwise. I mean, it's already works really well. His V skill works really well with his trigger, like in tandem with it. Like he can use that. There's a little game to like yeah. use this in his play. He can end combos early to do the V skill or end them differently to do the V skill, or he can use it to zone. And you're using that to try to get towards V trigger. And it's actually this really fun and well implemented, well, V trigger, V system. Mm-hmm. And so you want, like I use him as an example of like, that's what you want to try to do with these characters. And like this whole V trigger system is a huge undertaking when you think about it because it's like how hard is it to balance fighting games in the first place and and now you got to like give characters these different moves that all work with each other but then are also balanced and such it's just it's very difficult it's like a non-universal mechanic so you got to give it differently to everyone yeah so but like they're they're kind of taking another crack at it here with v skill twos and i think like i said earlier there's a lot of potential to clean up a lot of problems that the game has Mm -hmm. to me especially this will help especially or it has the potential to the lower tiers. Yeah, I, the the one thing that I think is going to be a bit of a pitfall is something that they that Capcom has already experienced, and it's when they came up with V Trigger twos, right? How do you justify switching V triggers when one of them is already so good, right? So, for example, we have something like Karen's V Trigger one and two, right? Where Karen's V Trigger one is like basically like the ability to end the game because of how much damage that dumb Rekka does and how much pressure you can apply with it, right? Uh, and the parry, and her counter V skill is, like, you know, it's... It's pretty gimmicky. It's gimmicky, and it's, like, just using it is a big risk. I use it because I, like, parrying something when somebody is, like, sticking a button in neutral, and that, to me, is, like, all I give a shit about. That's why I'm not, like, a top-time player, top-tier player, mostly because I don't care. And probably I couldn't do it even if I tried, so it's all good. Um... But yeah, so how do you justify like switching V skills from from a Nikali V skill, right, or like well, a, a Rashid V skill? Like, how could you justify like the ability to go through fireballs with a fucking like hop back wall? And and that's gonna happen for some characters. And then with this particular change, I think that's okay because, like I said, I think the biggest thing that this is going to bring to the table is something for the lower tiers. And then also for characters like Mika, who's sitting around mid-tier, it's, it's going to be nice to potentially have something that they can actually use, play that game that, like, I want to try to use this to build my V-Trigger, so i got to make some decisions and play around this a little bit more, like, you know, implement this into my arsenal. Um, that's going to be a, a good thing. But then, like, at the top of the ladder, if you don't get something that, you know, brand new or that you can use, like, that's unfortunate, but it's not the worst thing. I think... What they should be aiming for is to make sure one, they don't overbuff top tiers, and then with with a new V skill, and then two, if you're gonna do something there, and obviously everyone's gonna get a V skill, do something that is fun to do. So first of all, it's balanced, but then second of all, it's fun to do. It's like it's fun to play this. It's fun to use this, and and like I say, implement it into my arsenal. So, yeah. um, but at the end of the day, it's like there are 38 characters right now, 39 with Gil, and and you're not. 
just it's fighting games you're not going to balance all of them perfectly well so yeah but i, I like it, there's a lot of progress to be made with this move and i'm excited to see how it plays out yeah now uh before we before we leave you got ghosts in your house what the fuck was that i don't know oh uh now before we leave uh i do want to have some fun speculating right okay so this announcement of champion edition along with gil seems like it would be a capcom cup finals type of announcement right Mm -hmm. not a north america regional finals announcement so with this announced and with capcom cup finals being like the opportune or like the most like the best opportunity to announce something that's what the word i was looking for are they gonna announce something big or 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 is it gonna be like a marvel infinite situation oh i had not entertained the idea well at least recently of this being a non-street fighter sort of announcement at capcom cup yeah well what i meant by marvel infinite situation is after the game was over they were like all right see you <laughs> no yeah. i don't think it's gonna be that i think we're i think that you're right. This does seem like an announcement that would be the magnitude for like the end of the entire season, right? The end of the Capcom Cup go off with a huge bang. I don't think that whatever is announced is necessarily going to be bigger than this, but I am happy that we have something to kind of kick up the dust a little bit because Street Fighter V it, it has been feeling sort of stale, and this gets people excited at a good time because now they have a month to use that excitement, go into Capcom Cup and get whatever these other changes are. But as far as what's going to happen at Capcom Cup, I believe we're going to get that last character, be it Seth or someone else, or at least the reveal of them. And then they'll probably release the balance changes then because that's something people really look forward to. And, you know, Ono brought up in the, uh, the Eurogamer interview, it was like two weeks ago or so, he said that there's going to be this whole new tournament mode. Now, I don't know if that was an outright lie, and he was because because that was really <laughs> I was like juxtaposed against the idea of like a new update. Like he said, it's not going to be like Ultra or Arcade Edition, and here we are with Champion Edition. So maybe he was outright lying about that, but maybe not. And maybe it's at Capcom Cup that we get the specs on this whole new uh, tournament mode where you can play hundreds of different people online in an event, something along those lines. So it could be that, plus the character in a balance patch. But yes, I, I still don't think it's going to be bigger than Gil plus, you know, a Champion Edition. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, and something else worthy of note is I think this was the... This was, like, what? Like, one of the few announcements that there's something unfortunate hasn't happened as far as leaks go, right? Because I don't think anybody was expecting this, right? Or, like, not that anybody wasn't expecting, but I don't think people knew this was a thing, right? You mean like the, this is the first time that it hasn't really been leaked? Yeah, well, not the first time, but this is one of the few times that it hasn't been leaked. Am I wrong? <laughs> first time in recent history, right? Because they leaked Kage, and then of course the, the three. Well, new Kage wasn't leaked. And... Kage wasn't leaked. It was just people at home. <laughs> no, they accidentally released him two hours before they wanted to. They leaked him yeah. two hours early. But yeah, but that's but because I people do... were at home playing instead of being at the event. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. We were... <laughs> We went up to the room and played them. And, um, but, yeah, I, I do like the idea, though, that considering how big of a reveal we got at the North American Regionals, it's like, do you want to top that? I don't know if Capcom's trying to top that. 
Yeah. But maybe there it's like a new Marvel or a new Capcom versus Capcom All Stars, something along those lines. That would be sick too, and that would be uh, worthy of a Capcom Cup, especially if it's going to get its own Pro Tour. Who knows? Now I'm uh, off in speculation land. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I still think that, and this is weird, right? Like they called it the Capcom Fighters Network, not the Street Fighter Network, but then they didn't implement it with Marvel versus Capcom. Infinite. Well, they might have. I mean, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, as we know, uh, infamously, was supposed to be have its own pro tour, right? There was this huge mm-hmm. esports thing, and then of course it went the way of the dodo for the most part. So I think plans changed a lot from what they initially were going to be. Um, but maybe we finally come around and, and we can start doing that too. I mean, I don't know what Capcom's plans are, but yeah. they're certainly they're they're digging their heels hard into esports. And we've seen a lot of esports with Street Fighter um, yeah. in all of the different Street Fighter leagues, Capcom Cup, all this stuff, the Pro Tour. But I think it's uh, it's not going to be alone forever, and it may not be alone for much longer. Yeah. Something else worthy of note, uh, and this is just to get our brains speculating. Uh, next week, when we come back, we're going to ask for the best speculations, and then we're going to figure out who was wrong, which is probably everybody. Uh, <laughs> in recent history with these north america regional finals they've only announced characters right like or they maybe not even announced but they teased right uh i remember the first year street fighter 5 they uh showed akuma they teased akuma but then ono said we never said it was akuma because you only saw his back yeah well from what so i wasn't there but from what i heard like that was super cool right because they showed that thing and then Raging Demon, and then, like, fucking banners flew down from the fucking stage with, like, uh, mm-hmm. the, with the sign. kanji. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we had, what, like, the Sakura Blossoms tied to the confetti last year? It was just Sakura Blossoms. Well, like, it was pink confetti, and then they showed the the Capcom logo with the pink Sakura petals, and you're like, okay, we're pretty sure what that is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the year before? Well, so then the the year after that, we all had our eyes on the North American Regional Finals because, like, well, it's been two years in a row, and you've given us major hints as to what's coming at Capcom Cup, and there really wasn't anything. There were some weird red confetti bits that didn't seem like they were part of it. And I guess you can say that Kage has, what, red eyes or that red bandana? So, But there wasn't any real clear hints last year, so they may have just skipped it last year as far as we know. Um, unless those, I, I don't think that was a Kage hint. I think that was nothing. I think I think that we didn't get anything last year, but then this year has been the biggest one yet. Yeah, well, you know what? Actually, I do remember that where they showed, yeah, like that the red confetti was like super weird. So maybe that was their way of like trying to do it because I know they did uh like they did the pink confetti and stuff. So maybe that was their way of being like, eh, eh, eh. And this year they didn't even go with the eh. They're like, here you go, just take this shit, <laughs> just take the shit before we leak it. <laughs> um. Shout-outs to Trevzor for saying the anger in the community was the hint for Kage. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, man. Um, well, I mean... Also, I think... I, I... Go ahead. <laughs> I think the anger in the community came after Kage, though. <laughs> well, it was there before a little bit, too. But, yeah, there was a lot of anger afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I'm trying to think. And then I know Ono had mentioned that they aren't going to do much because they're focusing on the Intel World Cup. Well, they don't want to change anything. So, like, we're going to get a whole bunch of stuff. We're obviously getting Champion Edition, mm-hmm. probably the uh, balance change rollout, the new mechanic with the V skills. And that's going to give people something to chew on for, for a good little while. But they're not going to, excuse me, mess with anything after that because they want to have this time to uh, play up into the 
Intel world open, we want to keep everything, I guess, like competitively even keel, right? And so you don't want to do balance changes, add new characters, anything like that. So after all of this happens, you're, I think it's, is it July? Is it June or July that the Intel World Open's happening? Yeah, We're not so. expecting anything um, until after that, if anything. Yeah. And even then, though, it's like, well, we're at 40 characters. We're in, like, the third version of the game. Uh, you know, new V-skills, new V-triggers, all this stuff. Like, it's come a long way. I feel like that's enough to to you know, chew on for a while, and I, and I hope it is. We'll see what happens with V-skills, yeah. v but I hope it is. Something else that... I think is worthy of note is, and you brought it up a little earlier, is that tournament mode. Do you think that they're going to use exclusive? Like, do you think they built that tournament mode specifically for this Intel Open thing? I I don't know. I I think that there's too much seemingly writing on the Intel Open for Capcom. Mm -hmm. And in that interview, it seemed like for Ono, all roads led back to that. Like that seems to be their main focus after they get whatever's coming out here in like you know November, December, which they're probably mostly done with at that point. They're on to bigger and better things. Um, it seems like Capcom has their eye on that. Like they have a lot of stake yeah, in well, that. So yeah, I mean that's a that's a big deal, right? Like Intel is a big ass name in like computers and everything. Well, um, I know Ultra David's super hyped that it's at the Olympics because he's been oh, the one yeah. championing, like, getting us into the Olympics, and that's yeah, kind of just been the all it. end all. He loves it. So when we send you all over, be sure to ask him about how much he loves the fact that Street Fighter is going to be at the Olympics. That's that's funny. Please, yeah, I, everyone do that. That'd be great. Say that in Ultra Chen. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well. 200 people? Yeah, we could we could choose to try and BS for another five minutes, but I think this is a good enough conclusion to the show, don't you think? Yeah, I um I think we've hit everything that needs to be said about the uh, the new content, and I mean, we'll be coming back to it for sure because we're going to be learning more about the new V skills and such, and, and delving into uh you know what Gil can do, breaking all this stuff down. So, but I just want to say that you know, oh, wait, it, hold on. Do you think <laughs> this is me just throwing fuel into the fire? Do you think instead of a new tournament mode, we're going to get better netcode? <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> I think the Street Fighter Five came out in 2016, and we have 2016 netcode, and it's it's not amazing, especially by today's standards, especially when you have MK11 coming out and just kind of blowing everybody out of the water. But that was four years ago. I don't know if they're going to update. I don't know how that all works out, but I assume I, I try to you know protect myself, protect my expectations, and yeah. and assume that we're not going to go um any further with the netcode until i'm either pleasantly surprised or street fighter 6 comes out. yeah because the reason why i bring it up is this we were just talking about how capcom is banking on this whole intel open thing and how heavy they're going into it and because they're having all these online qualifiers it just kind of makes sense right if they're making an entire new game mode for it i would assume they would at least try to tweak online a little bit especially because they know I'm, and they know they've been getting complaints about it i think ono has specifically said like oh we'll look into it but not really mm-hmm. right uh so i don't know also oh by the way one more thing before we leave have you all seen the stadia negative rollback shenanigans boy i've seen that google has put out fake twitter accounts to, to hype up stadia <laughs> Man, I my favorite thing that I've seen was uh, somebody was sitting at the computer with Call of Duty loaded up on their Stadia, and they pressed space to jump, and then they went, eh. And then after they went, eh, is when the character jumped. <laughs> Shit was what crazy. everyone expected. Negative right? latency, uh, baby! Bring on that AI. <laughs> ah. Sorry, I just really wanted to shit-talk that for a little bit, because 
I think that was funny. But well, anyway, I had fun. I, I I had fun even without Steve. It was hard, but you know, was um, it hard? The whole time, it was very hard. But hey, thank everybody that's uh, that's hanging out here for tuning in. Like, we really appreciate you guys every week, twenty four months in a row. Some of you guys, and even longer. Um, can't do it without you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're gonna head on out. Uh, we're gonna send you all over to Ultra Chen. Be sure to ask Ultra David how much he loves Street Fighter at the Olympics. Uh, ask him why he's so hyped. Yeah, please do. Uh, I'm sure he'd be, he would love to go into it. Um, but don't tell him that we sent you, <laughs> you didn't hear it from us. <laughs> Apparently he hosted us. I don't know. I didn't see that. They hosted us. Oh shit. Well, yeah. we didn't hear it from us. Who, who said that? Who said that? Who's <laughs> nobody. All right. We're going to go. We're getting out of here. Y'all go watch Ultra Chen. Tell him we said hi and, uh, we'll see y'all on the flip side of next time, whenever that is. So goodbye, world. Until next week. Good night, Canada. Uh, Love you, miss you, bye. Yeah, 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 yeah.